All right, we're in. We're uh, in. I, I don't know if you noticed last time, but <laughs> on the on the first recording, but I yeah. I slipped a soundbite over myself saying entropy podcast. Yeah. So like the soundbite said entroporific. Like really entroporific. Welcome to the entroporific podcast. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so that's that's how we have to say it from now on. Yeah. Um, so w- w- with that tone, like going up, you know, yeah, distress. Yeah. Entroporific. <laughs> that's such an entroporific statement. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I am a little bit quieter than usual today because I'm recording after midnight. We're, we're going to call this the after midnight special. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm recording. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying not to keep anybody up. <laughs> And uh, this is what you get. I can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I I don't. Let me turn the mic sensitivity up a little bit more. Um, I hope there's no like background buzz. Okay. I think that should be good. I think so. Right. Yeah. You're getting more of my voice. Okay. Yeah, just a little bit more. Okay. I mean, it, okay. it's not a big difference, but yeah, not that the last one was any worse but i mean i could hear you okay okay i can um, hear you now so my, my face is partially covered because i'm like i'm eating the mic basically um all right that's such a pile of stuff pile <laughs> pile usa.com um <laughs> I, you know i'd really like to talk about my gear with you uh eventually i think that's that's up for talks as well yeah um or, or we can talk about the kind of process that we're going through eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, are you ready to give it a, a, a kick, a start? Yeah, of course. Put in the put in the ignition key. You're listening to Entroperific. This is the Entroperific podcast with. John and Brian. Oh, thank you. Oh, that was very nice of you. Um, <laughs> John's not really a, an 80-year-old man. <laughs> no, no, not really. <laughs> I was going to put your name, Brian, first, but <laughs> the order would have sounded a bit different with the initials. Well, <laughs> Sorry. I, la- last time I tricked you, so I kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> last time I wasn't too clear about it. I just kind of made it awkward on purpose. Uh, for for that first episode this is our our brand new second episode yeah it's brand new for the second time yeah uh, by the way before we started recording john and i were not recording and on this call for about one hour making the funniest jokes ever <laughs> so, i know so the funniest jokes don't get captured <laughs> completely gone yeah i think subconsciously we're like yeah, we're we're not recording. We can be ourselves. Not that we're yeah. any less ourselves right now, but you know. And then once sure. we start recording, it's like, can we recapture that magic? No, <laughs> no, unfortunately, it's, bad. it's forever gone. Uh, yeah, that's that's too bad. <laughs> it's like when the moment you think about something, it's lost. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, yeah. So I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm recording from my iPad Pro in another room uh with the 
uh, audio interface plugged in. So the camera looks a little bit different this time. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the time I use a professional camera and lens. This time it's the iPad camera, so I look horrible. Um, so don't judge me. It's a little um, bit grainy and dramatic, but it's fine. Yeah, thank you. Um, the audio interface that I'm running is running through GarageBand. And I think that's enabling me to kind of fix the settings a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of want to try this real quick because um, I can. And I, I think it'd be a good demonstration just to kind of um, see what kind of effort we can put into our audio quality. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go into GarageBand, which is the app. Um, and it's running in the background. It's kind of giving me some control over my uh, voice quality. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, um, I'm going to try and add a couple more features here. So I'm going to turn up the compressor and a little bit of the drive. I have no idea if it's actually working or not. Pitch control. I have no idea. Tone. I think the tone's too high. All right. Does it sound any different? Does it sound better or worse? Mm. Sounds about the same. About you the same. Yeah, you sound a little bit closer, but. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to see if this actually works. Okay. Hang on. How about now? Do, do, do I sound different? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. That means it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't know. I, you know, if 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 I gotta choose one of my weaker senses, it would be my hearing. <laughs> well, no, it's not that. It's just I, to 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 see if it was actually working or if it was like a placebo. I, <laughs> I I turned on the echo like as loud as possible. Yeah, and it apparently didn't come on. So I, I guess GarageBand does not run while I'm on Zoom which is the, the lesson that I learned here. So, Oh, I mean, I, I, if I was the tester, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't rely on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did John hear it? I, I don't know. Um, you were not the tester. I mean, there was no, the there's yeah, no, te there's no testy. Yeah, there's right, testy. Uh, there, there was no proctoring of a test here. Like you didn't have to study for anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's no yeah. points against you. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah. I didn't want to be testy. Thank you <laughs> for for not being testy. Um, there, there's a there, man. There's like a, a million things that had happened uh, this week that I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the, the first thing I wanted to bring up was um, actually I wanted to share about my experience with getting the um, the COVID vaccine. Yeah, I'm experiencing it right now. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have finished my second dose, and uh, this week, actually, today is like two weeks after finishing my second dose. Mm -hmm. So by now the symptoms should be gone yeah. uh, of any symptoms. I had the Moderna vaccine mm -hmm. and supposedly 
within the next couple of weeks, I will be immune-ish. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's an ish because people have been known to to still oh. catch the coronavirus after getting the vaccine. Exactly. Yep. So uh especially those who got the Johnson and Johnson, they they were still hospitalized. Um, so that's uh yeah, quite unfortunate. Um what vaccine did you get and what symptoms or side effects did you get? I thought I was going to get the uh, Johnson and Johnson too, as it, I share a namesake with it, but alas, I got the Pfizer. Oh, so, so epic. It's <laughs> so epic. Pfizer, FOMO, <laughs> Pfizer, or miss out. <laughs> you should do every show like this. <laughs> I could be the, the movie guy voice. Yeah. There's, I, I'm going to get into another topic in a second. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, obviously Pfizer gave you the movie guy voice. And, and what other symptoms did it give you? Um, besides dad, lots of rashes, welts, really? exhaustion, feeling of lethargy. <laughs> also, your, your accent changed. <laughs> slowly sort of becoming northeastern <laughs> northeast south so, um yeah i was yeah i was just i don't know i was just really sort of grunting grunting like tired come on drill claw yeah. come um, on bub <laughs> i could be the animated voice for wolverine i, I have no idea like what what kind of copyright infringement we, we have to be aware of so <laughs> I, I hope they like, don't mind we're, we're you, advertising you sound, yeah yeah you sound like that <laughs> comic book character with the claws <laughs> yeah we're <laughs> advertising for the character yeah daniel radcliffe <laughs> <laughs> but so <laughs> just to give some context here for, for what john's referring to we were debating about if daniel radcliffe would make an excellent Wolverine, and we both agreed that he would. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I agree for him. For John. Expelliarmus. <laughs> John had some uh, some reservations, but uh, I, I think I think Daniel Radcliffe could be pretty convincing. Just British. yeah, yeah, exactly. Those British people can you know pull off. Canadian or American pretty well. I mean, yeah. the accent at least. Sure. I think yeah. better than when I studied there. Because when I, I saw a couple of plays, it was a bit, yeah. But I think now, I mean, there's a lot of crossover from the uh, British Isles. A lot of good actors from there, yeah. What, like X-Men plays or? Uh, like theater plays, yeah. Uh, uh, with yeah. Daniel Radcliffe or? Just a couple of different films and they um like I, british I, like in the uk or is yeah. that what you're referring to yeah they're like they're real i mean i guess they're real people of course but <laughs> they're really uh, british people playing um characters that were american so they had to put on like an american accent and sometimes like as an american my ears could catch like oh they said that wrong they you know, it was like there would be a word here and there that would slip up it's like oh 90 percent american accent but you'd catch like the five ten percent or two percent so it's like it throws it like ha i caught you first of all you, you stereotyped daniel radcliffe based on a bad experience you had 
with other British thespians. Second of all, you're right. Mm. Yes. British thespians have a totally terrible <laughs> American accent. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, Hello. but I mean, but I mean, there are real. I mean, I feel like there are more British actors or UK actors that do American accent well than American actors that do British. I, I think. I mean, they do better doing our accent than we do theirs. I think because sure. I can. Yeah. I mean, to, to their credit, they do it better than we do theirs. They do us better than we do them. Whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> Certainly, governor. Okay. Certainly, so, governor. So, that was uh, believable. <laughs> Crikey. The, the next thing. Wait, is, that's Australian. Um, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> uh, so, the, the next thing is, is you, you had a few, you said you had a few rashes and welts from the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, I mean, uh, I got home and that was the first shot, like, right? I, yeah, I told you about my <laughs> my night before I couldn't sleep, right? Because <laughs> my my mom was really loud and everything. So, um, being already sleep deprived, oh, uh, you know, yeah, right, right. yeah, that story. And so I came back and then I was just really tired, you know, and sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that went on for a good two days, and by the third day, I was less. Um, I was less lethargic and sleepy, but throughout those two, three days, I had an on, on off feeling with being itchy and rashes. Suddenly I'd wake up in the middle of the night. My skin just feels a bit hot and warm and I get itchy, oh, crazy. Okay. Wow. which is, which is no different than my actual, you know, rashes and itch when I have allergic reaction, mm-hmm. but this one was kind of like, you know, an on off thing. Okay. So it'll, it'll it'll happen once or twice a day Your or body three was times a day. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it wasn't um, uncomfortably different than what I normally go through when mm-hmm. I have allergic an allergic reaction to food or whatever yeah. or to dust. But it was definitely happening more frequently and cyclical in such a short amount of time. Wow. So. Um, um, when when I had my shot the first week. It was it was pretty similar. Like I, I had kind of different reactions off and on. I was lethargic and, and exhausted and um thirsty. I was so extremely thirsty. Mm-hmm. Like I had to have water like every five minutes. It was so weird. And I never felt so thirsty in my life. Um and I used to work with rich people. <laughs> and so <laughs> you you were never thirsty for them or yeah, with them yeah, for them for them. I know not one bit. <laughs> not um, one bit. But uh, I I don't know what it's going to be like for you because for everybody else that got the second shot, um, for Pfizer, like my, my family members who got Pfizer were fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I knew that got the Moderna one had some kind of stronger reaction. It's like headaches and fever, light fever and body aches on, on the second one. Mm-hmm. That happened to me, except... I'm prone to getting migraines mm-hmm. like my whole life. I'm very sensitive to migraines. So already I was not well rested because mm-hmm. of the body aches. And the second day of the Mo- Moderna vaccine, the, the migraine I had was so strong. I actually threw up that night. And like, I don't wow. know when's the last time I've ever thrown up. <laughs> like I was like, I thought it was bad. And, and then 
There was this one time when we ate sushi when we were in Korea. Remember that time? Oh, no, no. You didn't throw up. That was me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I didn't. It was delicious. <laughs> I mean, literally the last time I threw up was probably in Korea about 10 years ago. And that was just because like, you know, I, I ate something for the first time and, and my stomach didn't agree with it. So it was like, you know, new bacteria being introduced to my yeah. system. But, that was fine after that. but it, I just had a quick memory flashback. I think the last time we were together in person was actually in Korea when we ate. Um, I think we did eat sushi with Hal, right? No, it was, no uh, we went to McDonald's. The, was was that the day? Was it McDonald's? Or I thought we had a night out with Hal, or, we, or the McDonald's was after? It was, my, yeah, it was after. Okay. So I, I came in my car and. and I think you guys were were already out, and I, I got oh, off we're of work. Walking out. Yeah, I think it was like your your last night in Korea. Yeah, and I got off of work. I drove my car all the way up to where you guys were in Dongducheon. Yeah, and, um, picked us up. Yeah, picked you guys up, and we went to McDonald's, and we just sat in my car, like I think for like two hours. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was past midnight, just like now, and we were just yeah. we were like just talking, stuff. eating fries. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think I had asked you guys where you wanted to go live and teach after Korea. And both of you guys said Japan. And then I was like, oh, really? Like, I was just so surprised that both of you said that in in unison. And I was like, man. Oh, I did. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We were looking. Yeah. So, oh, you remember that. I I don't. But I I believe you. I, I think. A lot of times, sometimes Hal and I are similar in yeah yeah. Thought. Hal's fun to talk to. I, yeah, I so yeah, he's he's looking into where to go to next. So I mean, yeah. uh, if uh, it, if we, we've yeah. been talking about it a lot because Hal and I are both dads who um, got married in Korea, basically, just mm-hmm. at different times in our life. You know, mm-hmm. it comes up a whole lot. Like I'm always like, hey we're going to retire. I don't know, man. I was thinking about here. So what are you doing? How are you doing? Okay. Yeah. We're going to retire. <laughs> I don't know what. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> where do you, where do you want the kid to settle down? <laughs> like it's, yeah. It's, it's a bad thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I think so. I think he, he also shares, has shared with me sometimes about how he, he has had to advocate or fight for his daughter, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, so. it's hard, especially being, um, a parent from who, who's not from the country, mm-hmm. uh, not of the nationality. You, you have to fight for a lot of things and mm-hmm. it's, it's really weird. There's yes. a lot of uphill battles. Um, yeah. uh, uh, so Korea has the most, um, I guess, multicultural and foreign families in the country at the current present time uh, now than it's ever had before. Mm-hmm. Like it, it keeps just growing as exponentially, um, w- which says a lot of things. I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of people feel comfortable to, to have a family there and feel stable and, um, and, and want to have a family there. But at the same time, um, there's still a lot of challenges to adapt to. Like it's it's not easy because you know Korea is like a small country, mm-hmm. and and the resources are finite. <laughs> so the, you know, and then, and then there's a lot of like pollution and stuff from China and, and oh, whatnot. And yeah, so. I know the feeling. Those were some rough times or rough seasons when the air was really bad. Yeah, yeah, 
So, um, anyways, yeah. So the yeah, last time we saw each other, yeah. So that's the last time we saw each other at a McDonald's in, in my car. In your in, car. In my, in my Kia Sportage. I can't. Can, yeah. can I say brands? In my in my Korean SUV. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you're promoting. And, yeah, that was. But it was cool to to have a vehicle and like be able to get around you know, with my family and stuff and, and live there like normal. I, I I loved the aspect of having normal life there, even though I wasn't Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, so the, uh, we, we were talking about the vaccine. Vaccine reaction. Yeah. So um, the, the next yep. thing I wanted to touch on was, because we were talking about Wolverine. I, I wanted to talk about the, what we expected to get out of the vaccine. Wolverine superpowers. Superpowers. Oh, I thought so. What, what, what did we from? Oh, okay. Did I? I don't know if I. I don't know if I answered that at a previous exchange in messaging. But if I could, hmm, that's a good one. What? You know, it's easy for me to say like flight or uh, teleportation, but now I'm like. I don't know. I'm not so sure just because of, you know, what could be advantageous <laughs> at this Deadpool. present moment. in Just start naming characters. <laughs> so yeah. I want whatever Deadpool has. Captain Marvel. <laughs> self-awareness, so, yeah. universal self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> or breaking, breaking the fourth the wall. wall. <laughs> yeah. um, spe- speaking of breaking the fourth wall, uh, there seems to be a an increase in claims that extra extraterrestrial life which has advanced technology exists and they have been visiting us for a long time i wouldn't be too surprised i mean scientifically there's an infinite number of possibilities for life other than earth right so yeah um you're right but it's also kind of very hard to, mm-hmm. for, for life to just get started like how it did on earth because our, our life was sort of kind of chaotically like it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't planned in, in any kind of way it was just like you know explosion and then chemicals and then uh you know just thousands or, or millions of years of, of oxygen and and yeah asteroids and, and stuff like that so um our our way of life is kind of really Entroporific. 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 <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. So the the, um, the extraterrestrial life, extraterrestrial. Um, like it, it's kind of weird because I don't know to what extent that when, when people say stuff like that, is it like, mm-hmm. you know, ha- have we really made contact? Is there like a Spock that we like did the sign and, and had like a, a warp speed race with? Um, is there some kind of like test to see if if either of us are an like how do I know if you're human if, or not? If we qualify as humans yeah. or if we qualify to join the in, in, intergalactic league of advanced civilizations? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's like a lot of it is really hard to test or know, you know. But and I mean, it's like even if you say like how how if you could disembody someone and still exist, how do you identify that it's you? Right. Right. So there's no, it would be just consciousness. How do you know you, you are you? 
other than your body. It's because right. it's coming from that sense of inside existence going out and that manifestation identifies you as you based on your experience yeah in in your body because like if you disembody ourselves and we're just consciousness Mm -hmm. right like there's no way to tell that it's you except you you know consciousness being externally projected and being self-aware so i don't know where i'm going with this but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but i mean like it, it's hard to tell like you you only it's like how do you know you are you besides your body because i'm me okay right? so yeah that, that's actually a good point about that yeah. perspective because your perception of colors and my perception of colors we only know by association of the world around us mm-hmm. but you and i and, and everybody else we don't know if we've seen the if we see the same color mm-hmm have you ever thought about that? So like, yeah. you know, we both know that apples are red. Mm-hmm. So by association, I know that your shirt is red. Mm-hmm. But your red and my red could be different reds. Exactly. And it's my just, subconscious yeah. red could be more of a green to you. Exactly. Could be more yellow to me. I have no idea, you know. Yeah, and for a lot of noises that we hear, I mean, or or taste, a lot of our of our sensory in general, mm-hmm. we only know by association with other things, but we can't really, mm-hmm. we have no way of knowing for sure if your sensory and and the way that's interpreted in, in your brain is anywhere near the same as mine or exactly. Else. So in a way that even though there are certain similarities in our experiences, our our experiences are totally different from each other but both our realities are real to us and it's correct. Right. Cause like maybe I see, I, (laughs) I see the same red, but bruh, I am uh, colorblind. So I don't know. Do I really see red? I don't know if I'm colorblind. Maybe I see a shade of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like a certain level level. So it's different than yours, but the existence of that red light is not refuted. It's just seen differently in, through a different lens of reality. Right. Our, our interpretations might di- be yes, different. Yes. But your red is no less or more real than my <laughs> red. But yeah, then right. it's, a re- yeah, it's a reality. But how do you know? It's like, it's like how do you how say, do know, how, yeah. how do we know? Like, how, I can never experience your reality. Just, yeah. The, um, gosh, this is going to get deep. Okay. So go <laughs> deep. Have you, seen that article that was written by ai about investing in markets maybe i had posted it not. recently and it was from market watch and it said i did not write this article it was written by ai uh, and so ai was fed information from several sources i guess uh-huh. and the author so to speak would just ask questions what do you think about this kind of investing what do you think about gold what do you think uh-huh. about you know bitcoin or something and the AI would write a response. And it was the most human sounding response. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I mean, literally the AI was saying, I'm just a program, so you don't have to take my word for it. But this is what I know. Mm-hmm. And if you like this, then great. And I was like, how, I mean, how's it able to, to kind of like articulate so well? And it mm-hmm. was really well articulated. It was really articulated. and And it was it was to the point to where I actually believed that a person wrote it. And, and the, the, the 
you know, author who wasn't really the author, um, who just asked the questions, mm-hmm. clarified that I think it was a, a woman, I can't remember, but I think she clarified that um, she did not make any changes to what the AI program said. No changes to the thought or organiza- organization of the thought, no changes to the grammar, no changes to the vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So it was all completely written by an AI program and it sounded believable and it sounded like the AI program had acknowledged itself too. And that was a really weird thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I, I'll send it to you. You got to read it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but we don't know. I mean, how do we refute the existence of the AI program? Like how do we, you know, and it's like, is it an existing entity of some kind because it has the ability to, to act like that mm-hmm. just because it's just on a computer program or is it just, mm-hmm. you know, just fed the information and then it can just mimic. Yeah. So does it, is it like a human now? Because it seems to tick off boxes that, had that awareness. say awareness. Yeah. It had awareness. So if it's aware like, with a conscious, yeah. yeah, it's sentient. So that's yeah. no different than us being self-aware and sentient, right? Right. So and so I had some conversations about this and basically I asked, okay, you have AI. It it has this wonderful ability to take this information, organize it and give it to you in a, in a way that gives you an ad- advantage in in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So if AI tells you don't invest in Bitcoin, invest in you know um real estate or something like that Mm -hmm. if if ai is telling you and making all the decisions for you would you accept that i could accept it i mean if it's based on some kind of uh algorithmic computation and formulation okay you know data but if it's just like someone my, my question what what is the advice based out of you know i mean because it's right. an ai it, it just depends on yeah it, it depends on the quality of information that it's being fed like yeah you know, ex- exactly if it's all conspiracies it's going to spit out conspiracies yeah but exactly if it's all research it's going to spit out you know it's data and you know real i mean well collected data and everything yeah yeah i mean i mean i would i wouldn't put all my money in obviously not that I have a lot to start with, but I'd put in like something, you know, because like if, okay. if you put in something with Bitcoin 12 years, 10, 11, 12 years ago, then it's definitely a lot sure. right now, uh, right? So yeah, yeah, I would I would take some risk, yeah. Imagine that um, <clears throat> the AI does supposedly have infinite quality information mm-hmm. on things like behavior, economics, management, business, society, government, markets and so on trends and let's say that it has a better decision making ability and so companies start saying okay we're going to stop having a ceo we're going to stop having a supervisor we're going to stop having a manager mm-hmm. all of your work is going to be dictated by by ai from now on do you think you would be able to accept that or that people in general would accept that that would be a little tougher because with that level there are going to be things that um you know a computer or ai won't be able to see mm-hmm. in real time and also situational awareness mm-hmm. 
I think there are a lot of multiple levels of situational awareness mm-hmm. um, that that are possessed by humans, right? Because like mm-hmm. we right, could yeah. we take different circumstances and conditions into account at the same time when it comes to our decisions, and even mm-hmm. then, if you put like a human being in a in a fork with like three, four, five different decisions, you cannot guarantee if every single time they're in that new experience that they would choose the same thing. Right. So we're that's not, right. We're yeah. so unpredictable. Yeah. We're so unpredictable because like we, even, we can still, we still have the ability to interpret intentions. Exactly. Intentions, situations. Which is something that's, that's sort of not tangible. That yeah. The AI with, with really AI. Have a grasp of. And then even then like experiential, right? We process our, inf- our experiences differently and information differently not just as a person, but in different moments of our lives. We access different memories, different experiences, depending mm-hmm. on the situation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, another in, to, to take into account is when you have a split second decision, mm-hmm. like we often look back, like would I have made the same or not? We're not mm-hmm. sure, right? Because it's such a split second decision. An AI, so- if it's based on some kind of pattern before, mm-hmm. they're likely to do the same thing over and over again, you know? So it sounds like what you're saying that is that because of these factors, there's sort of a lack of trust in AI to put uh, our lives and our decisions in the hands of AI completely. Yeah, I mean, not yet at least, but I don't know so much if it's always about trust with people, mm-hmm. I, even though that plays into a factor. But I think it has to do with capability, because maybe they can't yet. They, they're not able to, you know? Just like maybe you wouldn't trust a five-year-old to drive a car. Right. Not, because, not because a human can't, but because they're not ready yet or they're not to that point. If they ever will be, I, I don't know. That's a question. But sure. as long as human beings improve upon that technology and so, so shall AI. I mean, now that you talked about five-year, like a five-year-old and, and toddlers, Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been told to do something and then you were just like, no, I'm going to do the opposite? Oh, yeah. I can't think uh, of a specific one right now, but yeah, I have. I, I think that this is where AI would have a problem with humanity. Mm-hmm. Be- because, I, uh, you know, nobody likes being told what to do in the first mm-hmm. place, human or not. Mm-hmm. But at least for humans, we have understanding of each other, you know, relationship building. Mm-hmm. Or, or we understand, okay, I'll, I'll just, you know, um, I'll, I'll give him a chance later. You know, he, he's not in the mood right now. I'll, I'll leave him alone. I don't yeah. think it's the same with AI. Yeah, I don't yeah. think able to grasp that. I, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, coming off of that, humans have the ability to go against, quote, unquote, their programming, right? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. said, they're programmed to say, do this, but then they grow up doing something else. Or they're told to do this, but they can choose to do something else, right? And rebel. Literally given the choice to take the vaccine to save lives. Mm -hmm. And and so many people have died. And still people are saying no. And, and, you know, I'm I'm not trying to criticize people that say no. I I don't agree with it. But I also understand that that's human nature. Mm -hmm. People are going to say no. They're just going to be like, no, I don't want to. I mean, yeah. I understand. I don't agree with it too. But I mean, if if I really had to 
I'll criticize them oh, <laughs> because sure. ba- because All based on absolutely be- because on science based on science like what you're doing is wrong. You're like like I'll, oh, I'll tell you, them apart. Yeah, I'll tell yeah, them apart. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I'll I mean, if out, it was, I'll tear them apart. I don't care about that. Yeah, but like for me, I, I respect their decision, true. but really, if it was up to me, mm-hmm. it's not about freedom. It's like oh, well, it's like oh, I have the. F- it's like saying you know oh the plane is crashing. And the pilot saying, oh, I have the freedom to choose. I'm not going to fly the plane. Mm-hmm. No, you fly the plane. We're on the plane with you. <laughs> right. It, you it, know? This is one of those things where you can have the freedom, but your freedom has consequences. It's like, oh, okay. I have the freedom to push everybody off the cliff, but it, I'm not going to, you know, because they're going to yeah. die. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, to that extent, I... I'll give him that respect of freedom, not respect of their belief, which I completely disagree with, mm-hmm. but respect of the freedom to choose. Sure. Um, I, I, I don't really want to yeah. dive too much farther into that. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I think it's, it can be kind of a, a pit just going into a hole of, of no, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly we're going to be like, Oh, those, uh, those uh, you know, <laughs> snappers. And, and just yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, you know, uh, w- if we are going to get over that um, situation of herd or global population immunity, we have to get to a point where enough people are vaccinated. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, yeah. And so like as human beings, anti-vaccines and pro-vaccines differ for all kinds of different reasons. Mm-hmm you know tying it back into you know ai mm-hmm. i don't think an ai can um can grasp that i mean probably you know binary binary oh and one you know mm-hmm. yes or no mm-hmm. but the reasons behind the, the degrees of differences between O and one and even in between that could move from O to one one to O. Mm-hmm. All the possibilities it can't it can't be grasped by mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AI, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're right. It's it, there's there's still a lot of limitations. Um, I, I don't know if it can. I mean, maybe I'm unaware, you know, um, because I'm just talking about it by proxy. It's just by mm-hmm. articles and people that work with AI, but as far as I can understand, I don't think it has any kind of gray area yet. Yeah. At least that not that we're aware of. Right. Or it hasn't yeah. been developed that far. I mean, yeah. I, I totally believe in not believe as in like a personal belief, but I, I, uh, I'm open to that technology. Like there's definitely not a reason why we shouldn't yeah. continue yeah. it. Cause like, yeah. I mean, it saves lives now from me- medical to, you know, cars to medical devices to, I know, I mean, probably even searching on the internet, you know, so. So this kind of brings me to um, a conversation that I like having, which is about how to get through misunderstandings, Mm -hmm. Um, either if it's a misunderstanding with a, a friend or family member, coworker, a cultural faux pas in a different country, and and those are things that I feel like we are forgiving for because we we can understand, you know, and, and we can get over those misunderstandings. And that's why it's called a misunderstanding. You know, it's just mm-hmm. oh, okay, I you know, I wasn't like seeing eye to eye with you for that moment. 
AI maybe has some limitation, perhaps at this time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for misunderstanding, or it's, maybe it's not even that far yet. But what are some misunderstandings that maybe you or another person in your path had um, that may have been difficult to to clear up? but you guys were able to, to move past it? Ooh, it's a good question. have to ac- access the hard drive of experiences, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dead. <laughs> the hard drive is dead. Yeah. Time to change to SSD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we moved from... Cloud memory. That's, that's yeah, all clouded all memory. My, yeah. All my thoughts are so cloudy. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, the best I can think of is probably cultural faux pas that I've had, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I, I always talk about this. I don't know if I ever told you the story mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you about the time that I accidentally punched a man in Korea. I don't think so. Or at least I don't recall. I was waiting for, or I was waving a taxi down uh-huh. and it was my first, it was like my first day in Korea. <laughs> first time ever. And, um, our first week first weekend and um i don't know if you recall uh this is a lot of details um but like our town our area of town didn't really have a uh what's the cheap a store daiso yeah and i wanted to go to the big one the big daiso because i had all those cheap products that that i could get from my apartment like cleaning products and stuff and you know uh, first weeks i needed all these supplies Mm -hmm. so I got it. I had these two huge bags that were like gigantic shopping bags full of stuff from Daiso, just supplies for my, you know, my new place. And uh, I was like, man, I can't like take these huge bags onto the bus or into the train. They're gigantic. Like I can't get around mm-hmm. like this. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to pay for the taxi this time. You know, and, and um, I heard they're cheap. So maybe it won't be too much. So I, see a taxi coming and then i was like you know i'm from texas i don't know how taxis work mm-hmm. and so i th- i think straight back to the only times in my life that i could um think of like how people use a taxi which was like old movies of people in new york and so what they would do is they would shoot out their hand and wave their hand around and be like taxi like that right so I'd see a taxi coming. I do the same thing. I shoot out my arm and I start shouting taxi and waving my arm. Except when I shot out my arm, I realized that my hand had touched somebody's face. <laughs> <laughs> so basically then, you scratched it as you put up your arm. No, I, I punched him in the face. Oh, He was behind me and I just shot my arm out like behind me. Like I was waving like really yeah. hard and big to get the taxi's attention. And so um, I like after I felt his face in my hand, like I froze for a second and I was like, oh my God, that's not supposed to be there. And then I, <laughs> I'd like slowly turned around. Oh, here's another thing. In Texas, because everything's so large and we have so much, so much space, there's mm-hmm. very little environmental and situational awareness compared to Korea, which is like very tight and everybody's around you. Mm-hmm. So I had no situational awareness. So I, this is like a, a lesson in life for me. 
So I, I turned around and I see this really old guy with like gray hair holding his face just like like really confused like he was just, like he was seeing stars like why you know why is um i don't know ryan, ryan reynolds or <laughs> chris evans there <laughs> and so he was seeing stars and then um and then the, the taxi came up and i like my face was literally just like <gasps> and like you know just like my, my jaw had dropped and then i was like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I just kept apologizing. And I was like pointing to the taxi and I was like, I was saying taxi, taxi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the guy realized it and he saw me get into the taxi and then he just started laughing really hard. <laughs> so he sees me and goes, ah! and starts laughing. And I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Like <laughs> it could have been way worse. Like I could have went to jail for punching an old guy in the face. <laughs> And um, anyways, so that was my first uh, major. Well, I'm glad you shared that. I mean, thanks for sharing. Not that I'm glad that it happened. I'm glad you shared because it allowed my hard drive to process. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so well, because you're talking about like, you know, <laughs> yeah, hailing a taxi because I'm imagining mm-hmm. you're near a stoplight. So um, I, I just remember an experience now. And I think it was also in Dong Duchan. Um. So probably it happened within my first year of Korea, probably like within the first month or two, I was walking around somewhere and, um, you know, they talk about like, you know, following the red light, the stoplight, you know, the, the crosswalk light. And so it's probably one of the first times that, you know, uh, you know, you, we went out to drink something and you're walking home or you're looking for a, you're walking around trying to look for a taxi also. Anyway, um, I was trying to cross the road and the light was red. This may have happened during, I don't know if it was daytime or nighttime, probably nighttime. And so I was like, ah, oh, this, this red light, this crosswalk light is taking too long. So I think I'm supposed to press this button. So maybe I've had a couple of beers already. I don't know. So I pressed the button. <laughs> green and then like it's been a minute or two and then the uh um a cop car pulls up <laughs> no it, goes, it says something in korean but i can kind of guess what it's saying like do you need help what's going on and then i look back it's like like no it's like hey i don't need anything and then I keep walking or whatever. And they're probably like, what the heck is that guy? You know, like they're uh-huh. looking at me weird. I get across to the other side of the road. And I was like, I was just pressing the button to cross. I don't know why that would be a problem. I get to the other side and there's the same button. I look closer and there's like log- logo of the police. Oh. <laughs> I was pressing the help button, oh my the God. police button. <laughs> it was right on the same pole of like, I, I guess that part of town, there, there is no button. Uh, you know, you don't press the button to cross. Is you just wait yeah. until it turns green. And in America, or you know, I assume there's a button. It's to cross, right? To let to tell the signal, the computer, or whatever that someone's trying to cross. I didn't know I was pressing the police button. It, it <laughs> the police could have been. Came. Oh man, so weird. that could have been my father-in-law who came up to check on you. <laughs> I was just like, it's like, no, no. I, I, they came up to me, like they were, yeah. they drove up and they're like, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't, it was pretty fast. Maybe they were already around the area, maybe like a minute or two. 
And they're like, they roll down their window and they're like, duh, 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 duh. they say something. I'm like, I wave them off. Like, no, 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 it's okay. And <laughs> I, keep, <laughs> I keep walking. See, God, that, John. that idiot. He pressed a button, but he, he doesn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. I pressed the police button. What are we going to do? It's like, I was, I was just, just trying to cross the road. You know, for the record, um, we're sharing our cultural faux pas, which are supposed to be like the kind of most embarrassing moments that we had. But I consider ourselves to be the good ones. Like there's a lot of, I've heard a lot of stupid stories from, you know, from other people that were idiots and they didn't realize it. And, yeah. Um, I think that we we kind of fared off. Yeah, than that's, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not that bad at all. I've, I've heard a lot of you know soju related stories from others. Um, so if you could give yourself advice in the past, or give advice to this kind of learning new AI program about human nature making mistakes, learning from our mistakes and, you know, these kind of cultural faux pas and, and getting over these things. What, what kind of advice would you give? To my old self or to the AI? I'll, I'll let you choose. I don't know. To my, to my old self, I would say, keep on keeping on. <laughs> It's going to be <laughs> keep on trucking. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'd be like, don't be afraid to keep doing what you're doing or what you feel um, is right or you feel is going to bring better fulfillment to your life. Press the button again. Yeah, press the button again. Keep on, keep, keep on trucking. Keep on <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I guess I don't have too many. Fortunately, I don't think I have too many regrets in my life. Uh, of course, I have some, a few, but if I can remember him, I, I would probably choose differently. You know, that's something AI can't do, you know, that sense of regret or choosing an alternative. But for them, humor about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I would tell my, myself the same thing as I keep trying to tell myself today, which is that, you know, try, try to, do the best that you can and try to live your life more fully. And maybe I would emphasize the fact that um, don't be so fearful. You know, as we, well, when I, I guess when I was younger, I was more afraid of different things, you know, but as you get more experiences, the fear doesn't go away, but it's a lot more manageable. Mm-hmm. So I think if I was less fearful, fearful or was able to manage my, fears a, a little better and maybe i would have made better decisions than i did so that's what i would tell myself and then to the ai i would just tell the ai hey be nice to us be kind to us we're a work in progress and so are you <laughs> I, I, I would explain to the ai that at one time you were the most popular person in seoul for for like a good two or three years and it was to the point to where every single person i met every single person that i ever met who spoke english or or that was like not a native korean but came to teach in korea all knew who you were well 
Oh yeah, you're talking about me. Or yeah, something. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there was a time where, and we had this joke to where everybody was like, "Oh, everybody knows John," and so that was your nickname was "Everybody Knows John." Oh yeah, <laughs> because, and it was, and it became a running joke. Like I would go meet new people, and then I would be like, "Hey, do you know? Do you happen to know John by any chance?" And they'd be like, "Oh, you you mean that like Filipino American guy with like the glasses?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just met him last week. <laughs> What really? What? <laughs> like, it, it, like I, I guarantee it, it happened like ten times in a row straight. It was like my litmus test uh, to see how you know how true it was or, or how it held up, and it held up pretty well. I don't know how you did it. Like you, you got around Seoul and all of Gyeonggi Province. I, I think so. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch I, on that. Another yeah, time. I think. Yeah, I think there was that moment. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, we could yeah touch on that. But a little aside from that. Um, I joined in with a little uh, with the call that our mutual friend Casey had mm-hmm. with some of the um, um, NK refugees, and so um, the talk. Um, and so <laughs> I, I posted a question, <laughs> and then it was live, right? Because mm-hmm. it was like morning time here and early early morning there in Korea, and he was like, "Hey, there's a question from John. Oh, hey, I know this guy." <laughs> life i was like laughing <laughs> i've known this guy for a while i haven't talked to him in a while but anyway here's his yeah, question <laughs> i mean like literally he's known you for like 10 years yeah. <laughs> i was like laughing so like, i didn't know where he was oh he's oh, he's he's watching in the audience that's great that's awesome that that is cool that's so cool I, i'm gonna message him I, I i i do keep up with them quite a bit about like their um i guess their their work the their things class. that are kind of like evolving yeah yeah, yeah. things are evolving and stuff. so i thought that's interesting i wanted to say something about you or whatever but you know i didn't want to take from what they were doing no, but weird. but i was like i was so tempted to say something like brian yeah. says hi or, yeah. or something yeah. like that <laughs> turn into yeah. like a three-hour conversation yeah exactly um, so anyway yeah. that was that you know little short aside story from the supposed theme of everybody everybody knows john i um I, i'm gonna do this a little bit backwards yeah um let, let's do a little check-in with each other yeah how are things going on on your end of the world my end of the world macro macro wise um the state's doing better compared to other states here in washington uh there it, is a spike um, with the COVID, mm, okay. um, but I think it's a race between the spike of cases and the spike with vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Our, arena, our arena has opened here uh, in, on the east side of the state, and I'm sure uh, similarly on the west side right now. Um, so there's some there's some shortfall with some of the number of vaccines but for the most part people have been getting them or just slightly delayed okay we're on phase 3 now most counties have establishments that are open uh, at 50% capacity mm-hmm. um and so you know with washington it other than like downtown seattle or like highly urbanized uh, cityscapes we we have you know similarly like Texas we have lots of space too, and oh, yeah, so pe- right, people yeah. people have a chance to just go out and you know, you know it's it, it's always of... been 
kind of a dream of mine to go, <clears throat> excuse me, to go camping in, in Washington and just kind of go see the great outdoors and, and take photos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, let me know. We'll do it together. Oh, okay. When you okay. when you come over, yeah. yeah, yeah, I got plenty of gear to bring. So nice, yeah, yeah. That um, cool. yeah. So in that case, uh, with the COVID situation, we're doing relatively okay or well compared to other places, and economically, of course, people are hurting. But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, in some sectors are doing really well. I mean, we have some big companies right, based yeah, right. out of this state, and. Mm-hmm. And companies are hiring, hiring like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain company that starts with an A, um, and of the same uh, race as Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. If it's not any more obvious than it already is, entroperific, entroperific. Subscribe, <laughs> subscribe now. <laughs> uh, and even the housing market is like crazy it's booming you know it's just so, it's just doing really well and it's great um, yeah i think now the trend is starting to flip to where it was a buyer's market last year mm-hmm. and this year is a seller's market i think mm-hmm. yeah so um like i think housing prices are going to go up quite a bit quite a bit exactly um, yeah. so um and then uh, in uh micro wise i i i mean it's it's okay, you know. We, I don't want to get into the that part of stuff with family, just because that's, that's not the, what the the entropyific is about. <laughs> but um, things are being taken care of with family. Um, uh, just a little aside, you know. You know, our parents are getting old, so we just um, both sure. our parents. Yeah. But yeah. my my father was just recently placed in uh, elderly care, and yeah, so sure. we've had to yeah. contend with paying large amounts of money to, for his lifetime care. So we've had to sell a couple of properties or all the properties that were left over. And now we've moved to a new apartment. Um, and uh, it's nice. It's, it's a refreshing move. Uh, it's a different phase in my life, even though I'm back in Washington state mm-hmm. on and off on the West side. And now I'm here on the East side. Um, you know, it's the same place. Well, of course, there are changes, but it feels very different. Mm-hmm. And it's just like well, if you go back to your hometown or uh, your old childhood home, it may be the same place, but it's not the same experience for you. Because even though if even if the place had never changed, you changed so yeah, that your sure. perception and reality of that place is no longer the same. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I had a similar issue when I moved back to Houston. I was like, uh, it's Houston, it's like very ghetto and hot and humid and ignorant and um just you know just i had all these kind of bad images in my head from just you know my my life growing up here and there are things that i enjoy about houston like the food um the different you know uh, the diverse communities here um and and so on but i let the negative aspects get to me first when we came back and and since moving to the suburbs, um, I've been happier because I was just like, ah, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. Like, I'm going to treat this place like a community and and see how it goes. And I'm really glad that I did because I think if I carried that baggage with me, you know, 
of like my perception of Houston, then I would just, I, I don't know if I would be happy here, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I just kind of would keep myself down. So I, I had to just basically drop that baggage and just treat it like a new experience. And that's helped me quite a bit. Like I'm, I'm still aware, you know, mm-hmm. but um, it's, yeah. it's, it's much less heavy for sure. Very nice. I, I, very adulting. Yeah. I, I kind of describe it. I mean, I'm going to throw in another franchise here from, can I say Disney Pixar? Or I just did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but and, you know. Anthroporific. Anthroporific. So the, the title of this animation is The Opposite of Down. <laughs> okay. So it's not <laughs> it's, sideways. Yeah, it's not sideways. Okay. Yeah. So um, it, I call it the, I don't elevate. know if I can say it. Yeah. Elevate. <laughs> I call it the, uh, I don't know if I remember if I have the name right, but I call it the Fredrickson syndrome. Because that? that's the name. I think the last name of the main character, the elderly. Oh, okay. 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 Or you can even use the first name. I, I don't know if I'm saying the name right, but the last name, but I call it that syndrome because it's, it's this idea, it's this attitude towards the world, right? Mm. Wow, so yeah. Yeah. he had this experience growing up and then he soured on it because he lost a special someone or whatnot. And they were, he wasn't right. able to live out his dreams with that special someone. Sure. And so I call it that because if we have that syndrome, that person syndrome, it can affect our experience and our reality. Mm-hmm. So if we could choose, we could choose to be the young character of that person yeah. or the late character of that person after he met that young person who knocked on his door, right? Right. So I call it the, that syndrome because, you know, he, he didn't have a good time in life at a later age because of how he saw the world and how he was yeah. robbed of something. Yeah. But the other the young man helped him the young boy helped him to see things differently and so it changed his reality his world his perception hmm. so and then, yeah so yeah silly so that, kids silly kids they can definitely do that yeah um so i um i i think i blanked out <laughs> uh so uh th- thank you for first of all for for saying that and for making that an analogy and for sharing um i feel like i have to share something from my end to be fair um and then we should probably wrap it up because it's like one yes so it's getting late for you there yeah so um yeah as i said I probably was carrying some baggage about moving here mm-hmm. yeah, and, and about, you know, raising my daughter here. Cause I know all the bad stuff. I know all the ins and, ins and outs and, um, you know, and, and so things like the news really get to you. You have to kind of take it with a grain of salt um, mm-hmm. to this area helped me accept that we, that we live in a community now and we can um, participate and be a part of that. And, um, and that, we can feel a little bit safer. Mm. The overall status of, of things here. Um, it's very cloudy and murky, I would say. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, with the whole, um, 
the, the new strains and, and the new waves and 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 Texas being able to to go and not wear a mask and um so I I I mean hospitalizations did go down but and people are getting the vaccine but there's there's still a lot of people who refuse to get the vaccine and um honestly it, it kind of makes me a little bit concerned about if the coronavirus will actually be stronger than the vaccine in the future because we won't achieve herd immunity in time mm -hmm. so um yeah i mean it's, it's just sort of like a, a waiting game mm -hmm. and trying to be patient you know and hoping that they make it safe enough for my daughter to get a dosage so that when she goes back to school or, or anything like that you know so um yeah just kind of waiting waiting it out to see um and then you know, she, she's doing online classes now with her school. Uh, but we wanted to go back in August because it's, it's sort of like, you know, it's, it's not really fair for her to be at home and not see her friends and stuff. So we're, we're kind of being patient, as, as patient as we can. But man, I mean, it's like 2020 is the year that everybody says did it, didn't count. And I'm trying not to make 2021 another one of those years that didn't count. Because mm -hmm. that's two years of my life, two years of my daughter's life, two years of my wife's life, two years of your life, you know, yeah. everybody's life. So um, yeah. it, it's it's weird to just let time stop like that, you know? Yeah. And what's super weird is we had like, you know, you know, like fashions and, and styles and trends change through the years. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like we're going to emerge out of 2022 still in the styles and fashion and trends and tastes of 2019. Yeah. It's like <laughs> right. at least two ish years that yeah. were, yeah. were lost, you know, yeah. yeah, especially for young people. Cause if you're less than 10 years old, if you're 10 years old or older, I mean, two ish years is 20%, 25%, even up to 50% of your life which are very formative years with yeah, a young yeah, person's yeah. development, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's, that's my thing. That's, that's my check-in. So, yeah. Um, yeah. With that being said, uh, is there, is there anything else that you would like to say? Any conclusion before we go? I, I, I think, uh, you know, as much as we talk about, you know, we talked about AI and data and things like that. And it's very easy to be bleak and pessimistic about the world. Uh, I think it also helps to be hopeful, you know, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You got to have a little faith in something. Yeah. And, and then, sure. and that may not necessarily be data wise, but mm -hmm. that data was created because we worked on the vaccine, right? So yeah. we created that reality and that data is supporting that hope right now. Yeah. Also, I'd like to say that just because a lot of people disagree or, or are at ends with each other, not everyone is your enemy if they disagree. Like there's still room to talk to each other and there's still room to come to a, a kind of agreement or conclusion together. Mm -hmm. Um 
I, I normally operate that way. I try not to separate anybody and, and treat each other like enemies. I, I kind of lost my patience at the beginning of this year, um, mm-hmm. especially with the whole, you know, um, the thing at the, the, the capital, um, the insurrection thing, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot of family and friends that, you know, I, I may disagree with, but mm-hmm. there's still family and friends and I still have to work with them and I still have to have a life with them. And I still want to, um, I just want to have some understanding, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a kind of constant effort we have to put in and we have to be patient with each other. Yeah. Um, and also, um, John, your setup is pretty cool today. Well, thank you. It's very <laughs> entropyrific. So we are both um, working very hard to try to make a better setup for ourselves so that we can uh, sound and look better. Um, unfortunately, I can't look any better. I keep getting older per day. But <laughs> same here. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, just a couple of cool dudes. A <laughs> uh, couple of older aging dudes. Yeah, a couple of old yeah. older aging Asian dudes. Yeah. Um, so John, uh, thank you as always uh, for your time and for all of our um, zero listeners out there. <laughs> you, you know, um, a little aside from that, like even though things may bleak seem bleak right now for our um for our um podcast, right? Oh I no, thought I, don't, of, I don't think it's bleak at all. <laughs> it's very early. The zero the zero listeners. Yeah. But I mean, even even let's just say, let's just assume that it's bleak. No, no, no. That's, that's not or let's let's just assume it's entroperific, it's zero, right? Okay. Here, sure. Here's one really cool thing about it, right? I'm not a father yet, maybe ever. Um, but for you, you <laughs> are one. <laughs> um, this would be an awesome, awesome compilation uh, recording that your future family or your daughter or your mm-hmm. descendants oh, yeah, yeah. can listen to. Or mm-hmm. even right. we could listen to 20 years down the line when a time capsule. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a time capsule of what's relevant to our lives in our world right now. Yeah. yeah so, you right. know, it, just because there's no audience right now, doesn't mean there will never be. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, crazy. Yeah. We might be famous in 30 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a hundred, <laughs> hopefully not that long, but you know I mean? <laughs> Centennial influencers. <laughs> Centennial influencers. Generations. <laughs> z, 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 z. <laughs> <laughs> the future generations i i have no idea what they would yeah, be but i, can't I wait. mean yeah i'm gonna yeah. um i'm gonna party like it's 1999 yes um, <laughs> in the yeah. future what am i in the future well, yeah. yeah who knows um, we could we could be frozen and thawed out <laughs> sure sure uh good good point this this could be useful for future generation as a time capsule it could be useful for ai it could be useful for the extraterrestrials that are listening in mm-hmm. maybe um, th- that would be crazy if we have more ets listening to us than humans right? <laughs> i um I, I feel like that that's not inclusive and i'm not trying to be um 
Well, I mean, I, I maybe, but uh, um, people of other terrestrialism, ter, 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 terrestrial terrain, ter, yeah. terrainous origins, terrain beings of other origins. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Anyways, with that being said, um, thank you very much for your time, um, mm -hmm. and thank you for your concluding comments. Mm -hmm. And um, I hope that I don't sound like I'm whispering the whole time, but I am. I'm really whispering a lot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's it's good to hear from you, John. Uh, you look good, man. Your setup looks great. You sound really nice today. Um, and I, I look forward thank, to thank you. And I look forward to seeing how things develop on our Entroperific podcast. Entroperific, terrific. <laughs> If you're feeling entroperific, please subscribe and donate. Hit the like button and subscribe for more. <laughs> what else is there? Oh, and don't forget to hit the bell. <laughs> what, what are the other ways that they say? Um, um, oh, oh, hey, uh, what did you think about our comment, our 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 podcast today? Let let, yeah, let, yeah. Let us know what you think about what we did today. <laughs> And if you have any other ideas, please comment below for our next content. <laughs> if you have anything to say at all, if you're AI or a being of other origin, origins, or, your booze, B O O O, yeah. beings of other origin, booze, <laughs> booze. <laughs> Goodbye, John. Hand, <laughs> you can't get to it. I'm Harry, sorry, this this is awkward. <laughs>